Okay, we begin, Baruch Hashem, another day, a new day, Baruch Hashem, a new life, because your life is uh, right now. Everyone wants to know about life, right? A person's life is, is happening as we speak, and we know, Man Chai, Man Chai, somebody who wants life, Miha'isha Chavetz Chaim, right? Someone who wants life is somebody who is Oev Yamim. Liros Tov, somebody, as the Medrash says, that the person came, one of the Tanoim came and says, Man Boichai, who wants life? And like we've said many times, it's not just life in the next world. It's life in this world, because a person who's negative, and a person who speaks negatively, and a person who's always looking for negative, so he doesn't even enjoy this world. We're not even talking about the uh, benefits of enjoying next world, but even this world, that's why it says twice, man baichai, man baichai, who wants life in this world to enjoy. So, oed yamin, to see the good, to try and see the good in every person. And the only way for a person to do that is if he is constantly and consistently learning the Hilchus Chavetz Chaim, which as the Chavetz Chaim promises us, each and every one of us, is that if you learn my Sefer daily, he says, and you learn my Sefer, and you're uh, uh, consistent in it, and you are delving into it on a, on a constant basis, so then eventually your Yetzirah for Lashon Hara will, will diminish. It'll slowly get less and less until it disappears completely. I did a piece yesterday at, at, at my house with my family, right, and he says very clearly, which we'll talk about a little bit more, but it's, you know, one of the challenges of Lashon Hara is that people are afraid to say, stop speaking Lashon Hara, or they're comfortable sometimes, unfortunately, sitting, and people are talking Lashon Hara. But he says it's no different if a person would sit there and uh, be eating shrimp, or a person would be sitting there eating a, a cheeseburger, a person would be sitting there eating pig, and you're, you're like, okay, of course you'd say, what are you doing? You're eating, you're eating, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, cheeseburger. You're eating treif, right? He also gives the example to somebody who's a Baal Hara, somebody who loves, right, at different levels. There are people who sometimes slip about speaking Lashon Hara, and there's sometimes people who are just constantly speaking Lashon Hara. And he says straight out, imagine you had a friend of yours uh, who's in yeshiva, he's this, but every morning, I mean, it's not okay in, over here in Eretz Yisrael, but let's say, right, in, in uh, Chutzlar, it's, a person goes ahead and he's, in yeshiva is this, but every morning he goes out to breakfast uh, to McDonald's, right? That's a, you know, right? Those look good, those, uh, you know, from the commercials, right? Bacon and egg, right? You, uh, you know, you have a, uh, you know, whatever they call that, Burger King is the uh, Whopper. You know, it was a, a, a title for Whopper, right? $5 Whopper. The $5 Whopper, whatever it is, right? You get cheap, 99 cents, right? Imagine the guy, he pulls up after Shachris, the guy's in Kolel, the guy's whatever, he drives up, he pulls, well, right? Anyway, so whatever it is, after Shachas, he goes to the, to the uh, you know, in line, on the <coughs> drive-in, every day, drive-through, and every day he gets himself a, he gets himself a bacon and eggs, he gets himself a, a thing, right? A guy like that, you'd say, well, this guy's a crazy guy, what's the shot? This is a person who speaks Lashon Hara. Well, it's the same exact thing. Well, it's a person who, who, is, who is a consistent Lashon Hara speaker. So it's something that, of course, it's hard because we don't look at it that way. And Lashon Hara goes around and people don't know the halachas, whatever it is. So that's why we have to learn it 
every day. So he, said, he brings, right, just we'll do a little piece over here, um, on day 12, on day 12 in the um, Chavetz Chaim, a daily companion, so he talks about um, one of the worst negative character traits, he says, is to be two-facedness, right? Which basically means outwardly you smile at someone, but inwardly you hate the person, right? Unfortunately, this trait can be hard to avoid, right? Because sometimes we find ourselves feeling hatred towards someone, but we can't express it directly, right? So he says, for example, you harbor hatred towards your boss, so you would probably have to restrain yourself because you don't want to lose your job, right? You have hatred towards someone who you can't express things to. So the Torah, however, makes no allowance for this. And, and, and even if you, right, that's one of the things that, that Yosef HaTzadik and the, and the Shvatim, right, that it was Echad Belev, Echad Bepeh, Echad Belev, right? It says, Do not hate your brother in your heart. So the Chavetz Chaim teaches us that when it comes to Lashon Har about someone, right, obviously you're over Loselech Rachel, if we act friendly to that person, and deep down we have hatred towards that person, so then it's a problem because you are being over the Avera of sisters Sisnas inside. Okay, the obvious question is, the obvious question is, okay, so what do you do? You can't go, go over to every person who you, uh, who you don't like and start telling them, I hate you for this, I don't like you for this. Right, so what's a person supposed to do? He says, however, when one may have serious problems with his boss or a teacher or somebody else, right, what are you supposed to do? So this case, the Chavetz Chaim teaches us, which we'll talk more as the year goes on about Toelis, when you're allowed to talk Toelis, he says, when the proper conditions are met, you're allowed to unburden himself to somebody else and talk about his emotional pain. So, right, and we, we, we know from purity of speech that not only that, it's a mitzvah for if you're listening to somebody who is unburdening himself to you and you're listening to that person. And again, you're not listening in the context of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not uh, riling him up against that person, but you're listening, empath- you're listening empathically, and you're going ahead, and you are hearing what they have to say. You say, yeah, it must be hard for you, I hear, right? And you're letting them vent. So the Chavaz Chaim says, not only, is it a, not only are you allowed to, but it's a mitzvah, why? Because by you listening to that person vent, you're preventing them from spreading and speaking Lashon Hara all around. Because when you hold and you harbor pain inside of yourself, so then you go ahead and you speak Lashon Hara all over the place. When you're able to unburden yourself and you go ahead and you speak to somebody else about it, and obviously the person who's listening knows the halachas of Lashon Hara, and obviously the person is not there to say, oh yeah, I hate him too. Yes, you're right. right? He's not that type of person. So then it's very, very um, helpful, he says. Okay, we'll stop over here for now. Question and comments? <coughs> Yes, yes. I Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's easier. Right. Right. 
job as a group setting, and someone started talking. Right. 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 So, so great question, Yassi and Gabi. Right. This is Lashon Hara. Right. We're right now. Right. You guys are taking a bat right now and smashing someone over the head. Right. That's that's technically what's going on right now. Right. We have to remember that when someone's talking Lashon Hara. You have to look at it like they're taking a bat and they're whacking someone over the head where you can say, right, I don't want to get involved. So, so the, key, the key line that I just want to say to you, to you guys is the, the way you started off, Yossi, with your question. Yossi's question started off by saying, what happens if you find yourself... Right? You, you don't find yourself anywhere. So again, I'm not, I'm not talking about you two specifically because sometimes... Sometimes if you're at a wedding or sometimes you do this, but you got to be very careful before you go somewhere to identify, to say, am I at risk at putting myself, before you sit at a wedding table, before you sit down at a wedding table, I would identify the people who are sitting at the wedding table. Before you go to somebody's house, you want to challenge yourself and say, okay, am I putting myself in the danger of being exposed to Lashar? Before you walk into somebody's room, that's the first step. Once you're there, yeah, it's very difficult. If you're sitting around the table and it's people and you don't know them and this, you're not going to sit there, you're a guest at someone's house. I'm going to be a guest at someone's house and bang on the table and say, you know, Rabbi Sai, this is Lashonara. You know, you get can at, take control of conversation. Yeah, you could change, you could try, but, but the point is, what, 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 how'd you end up at that house? You didn't end up at that house. You went to that house. So you're right, once in a while, you'll, you'll end up somewhere. But most of the time, you're the one who put yourself in that situation. So that's the key. The key is to know before you got there, right? It's like Shemir Sinaim. Oh, uh, it's hard for me to be Shemir Sinaim, right? While I'm walking on the, you know, uh, wherever it is in Tel Aviv. Like, well, how'd you, how'd you end up? You don't, you don't end up in Tel Aviv. You don't end up in Tel Aviv. You don't end up by the beach. You don't end up in, uh, in Yushalayim you know, in, in a place of Shemir Sinaim. You don't end up anywhere. You took a bus, you paid money, you sat in the cab, you did whatever, and that's why you're there. And then you're like, oh gosh, I can't handle this. What can't you handle? You're the one who got there. Yeah? yeah I think in that I didn't, I, okay, uh, what you are you going to do? Yourself, hey, you don't, no, you don't you find yourself. That, that, yeah. Correct. Yeah. correct. That that's, it doesn't happen. That's my point. That's the point. That's the, good, good, good. That's the point, Yossi. Someone that okay. So okay, okay. You'll go back. You'll go back so, to, to like, for habit number one. Habit number one. Good. So good. So you have to be. I go meet good. So you have to. You have. Right. You have to negotiate. Hundred percent. You have to. You have to negotiate with yourself how much you love meeting new people and how much you love being in situations where you're going to be challenged with lashon hara. You have to be very careful. Doesn't mean when you can't one, be social. Right. When it's a one-on-one conversation, it's much easier. It's right. But when, when you're, you're five, six guys sitting around. Right. You have to be very, you have to be very, very careful. You have to be very careful. Otherwise, you'll find yourself in a room where people are beating up somebody with a bat and smashing his head. You're going to say, I ended up in this room where guys are beating up this guy relentlessly. I just, happen, I just happened to be there. Yeah, what? 
family is not like you put yourself in a situation, blah, blah, blah. So good. So if a person, if a person, again, I don't want to tell anyone what to do with their family, but I'm saying if your person is constantly going home and he's in a situation where his father and his mother sit there and talk, bash everybody, and you can't say something, then don't go home. Why is it different if your father's eating a pig at the table? Why is it any different? They're serving trays. Good, good, good. Okay, good. So that's a, that's a personal thing a person can weigh. He could sit with someone. He could figure out, he could put earplugs in. He could walk out of the room. But, but you have to face yourself and be honest. And say, if my home is a house, that's why I tell everybody here, you better make sure when you're dating that girl, you better make sure when you're dating her, you better make sure when you're getting ready to get married, how you're setting up your home. Could be a order that you're a prisoner, quote unquote, or you're locked into your home and your father talks Lashon, your mother talks Lashon, Rachman al-Litzlan, Mamish Rachman al-Litzlan. It's terrible. It's terrible. So you better make sure the girl you're dating, you better make sure that the the avira that you're bringing in will not be like that. But you're right, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, Akiva, you wanted to say something? No? Okay. Hashem should help us all. We should be Zoha. Should be Zoha. Yes. Is there ever a time when it's more beneficial instead of venting to go over to the person directly? Like, yeah, yeah, it, is. it definitely is if, if you have a close relationship. You have to be careful with that. The key is not that the person knows. The key is to get the hatred out of your heart. Well, that, the bottom line is, how do I get the hatred out of my heart? That's well, the key. The whole point of talking to the person is that you figure out that he's not that way, right? Right, cool, so but you could, do that without, you could do that without talking to the guy. The key is, again, the key is I want to get the, right, what is it? The hook, right? Don't let the guy out of the, off the hook. You're letting the hook off your heart. The, the guy doesn't know the difference. You could hate a guy who's dead. You can hate somebody who's your, your fifth grade Rebbe. I hate my fifth grade Rebbe. I hate my fifth grade Rebbe. He doesn't even know you haven't spoken to him in 50 years. So what are you going to do? Approach him? You got to take the hook out of your heart. You got to figure that out. That's by venting. As opposed to every time uh, your fifth grade Rebbe comes up, you say, oh, Rabbi you know, Cohen, Rabbi so-and-so, oh gosh, you know, what a disgrace, what a sick guy, blah, blah, blah. And then you bash him. Instead of doing that, you speak to your friend, you speak to your therapist, you speak to whoever you speak to. You say, I got, I got issues with, with Rabbi Cohen. Whatever it is. I, I, it's not my fifth grade Rebbe, I'll just use an example. <laughs> They're like, well, I'm trying to remember my fifth grade Rebbe. Okay, yeah. Because it's the biggest thing in the world. What does that mean? The, the bigger it is, the harder it is. Of course, it's mad hard, Yehuda, to make a million dollars. It's easier to make a million dollars than to let things go. You have more people who are millionaires than you have people who, let, who forgive people. Why? Because forgiving someone is more valuable than a million dollars. Scratch your head on that one. Forgiving someone is more valuable than a million dollars. This, these things uh, to take uh, the sin out of your heart is, is only easy for the Malachi Yeah, good. Exactly. Correct. Correct. It's easier to make a million dollars. It's easier to make ten million dollars. Right? That's why that's what people do. That's why people do that. I'm saying. It's hard to learn. It's hard to do this. It's hard to do this. It's hard to be an Erlicha person, which is a great segue. Okay, Hashem should help all of us. We should be zoichah to see the good, especially now, Yom Adin, El. The greatest thing you could do in El, the greatest thing you could do in El 
is see the good in other people and judge people positively and focus on the good because because that's what you want in Rosh Hashanah. If you just spent a month of judging favorably and talking only good, so so yeah, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. Hashem should help us all. Should be zocha not to speak any lashon hara, to only see the good, only think good thoughts, and even when you think a bad thought, right? To, to, to accept it and say, okay, I've got to work on myself. I've got to see the good. And like I've said many times, the person who's your friend, who it's easy to see the good, he's like you, right? Right? When, when, the people you don't like are the people who are not like you. The people who bother you are the people who are not like you. When you get on a bus, when you're you know, in with public people, it's the people who are different than you. You're like, why doesn't this guy do like me? Why isn't this guy? It's the people who are not like you. Oh, show them Rabbi see. Ah, you see. Okay. So Hashem will help us all and all the Jewish people. We all will be zocha to, to the Chavetz Chaim to live, to live a beautiful life of, of no Lashon Hara and only beautiful things for, for every Jew. Amen. Okay. I, you know what, it's the beginning of this man, beginning of the year. We haven't done this in a while to start off like this, at least that I remember um, in this forum. So we're going to start from, from literally the beginning of Mesil Sisharim. Amar Machaber, the Mesil Sisharim says, It says the Mesil Sisharim, that the whole purpose of him writing this Sefer is not to tell anybody anything new, which to me is, is uh, such, a, uh, such a humble um, but real thing, which usually go together. Humility and reality go together. Mesut Sharm is basically saying, I'm not going to tell you anything you don't know. All I'm going to do is remind you of all the things you do know already, but what's it about? It's all about, it's all about Chazara and remembering. It's all about remembering what life is about. It's all about remembering, right? if anybody says, does God run the world? Of course he runs the world. Does God do everything for me that's good? Of course everything is good. Is, uh, do I have to work on being more appreciative for things? Of course so. So why don't we do it? Because, right, we spoke about it this, uh, over Shabbos. We were going to have a beautiful Shabbos together. We spoke about it. Midvar Sheker Tirchav. The only thing in the Torah that tells you to stay away from is Sheker. Why? Because this world, the whole purpose of this world, we have to remember this. The whole tachlis of this world is, is Malashan Helam. Oilam is Malashan Helam, which means the purpose of this world is for us to forget what our purpose is. The whole purpose of the existence of this world. The whole reason we came down into this world is as we were in Shemayim, before we came down into this world, Hashem said, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go down. We didn't want to go down. Our neshama didn't want to go down. Why? Because this world is a world where you get caught up in money, you get caught up in food, you get caught up in pleasures, you get caught up in all of, of we'll call it the rat race. The person gets caught up and he forgets Lamai, Asi, Lahai, Alma, Shvela. Why did I come into this stupid, silly, funny, weird, crazy world? Why? Why did I come down here? 
And that's a question that the more a person asks himself that question, and the more a person's clear about that, and that's what he says. He says, Everybody knows what I'm going to say. They're not at all in doubt about anything that we're learning. But rather what? Who do you love the most? You love your family the most. You love the people who are closest to you the most. Those are the people who we neglect the most. Those are the people who we oversee the most. Right? When a person realizes, what do I need to live? If you ask a person, what do we need to live? So if he's like, oh, I need about a couple hundred thousand. What do you need to live? Oh, I need a nice house. That's what you need. No, you need air to live. Like Rabbi Victor Miller used to put his head in the, put his head in the uh, sink, you know, uh, and, 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 and lose his breath so he could, ah, Baruch Hashem, right? We, we appreciate it. But that's not now how a person looks at life, right? Successful people. Oh, I want to be successful, right? The second you say the word, we've said this many times over here. The second you say the word successful, what does it mean? Oh, I met a successful person. It means he's got cash, he's got money. Why, is that, why does that make him successful? Why does it make him successful? Who says that that's successful? Right? Oh, I met a successful, successful person. He's good to his wife. He's a good father. He's a Yari Shemayim. Right? That's, that's, but, but, but what? And we all know it. Everybody knows that that's the truth. Everybody knows that that's the MS. Just what? We forget about it. Question, comments. Question, comments. So, as a comment, so according yes. to that, so yeah. I guess that means that Aroni is one of the most like, successful people. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, exactly, exactly, beautiful. And then he says, says the He says, So that's why I love when people say, I love, sorry to call anybody out on this because it's a hard thing, you know, for people to hear, but this is what it is. People say, oh yeah, yeah, I learned Mesil Sharm already. Right, that's a, that's a, that's a stira mineube. Oh, I learned it. I heard it already. I heard what I have to come to Mesil Sharm. Right, Yehuda, big talk over here. Rabbi Yehuda Mattel has been sitting in that seat. This is his fifth year. His fifth year. His fifth year. So no wonder, no wonder that he's successful. Because when you sit in a place, day in, day out, it's not, oh, I heard it already. I heard this schmooze already. I heard this myself too. I've heard this myself too. But the more you do it, and the more you get the clarity, and the more and more and more, over and over and over, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And you know what? I could say this every time. When I, when I don't learn this, and I don't teach this, whether it's a week, whether it's two weeks, whatever it is, I feel the difference. When I don't learn for one day, when I don't learn Chavetz Chaim, when you don't do it, it's like showering. It's like showering. When you don't shower, when you don't eat, you feel it. Motivation doesn't last either. Mesil Sharm doesn't last either. That's why we recommend it daily. That's why a person has to do it constantly. Chazer over. That's why you tell your wife. How do you have a great relationship with your wife? Right? So nowadays, how do you have a great relationship with your wife? What do they say? Take your wife away. Take her on vacation. I know people. I know people who are suffering. Suffering in their marriage. Suffering. And they go on vacation constantly. And they're whining and dining. And they're this. They're suffering on a daily basis. You know why? Because on a daily basis, 
They're not working on their daily, daily. It's not the taking your wife away. It's not you're taking, going away on vacation. That's also great. That's cute. That's cute. That's for the movies. You go away. We're going away. That's what's going to make the relationship great. That's not what's going to make the relationship great. What's going to make the relationship great is good morning. Thank you so much for breakfast. Or thank you so much for, for putting up with me. Or thank you so much. The daily, daily compliments. It's the daily, daily working on the relationship. That's, and it's the same thing with Hashem. It's the same thing with yourself. It's not the big things. People are waiting for the big things to happen in their life. People are waiting for the big things to happen in their life that's going to make a... Sorry. Sorry. People are waiting for the big things to, when I'm, when I'm going to hit the lottery, when I'm going to go ahead and finish Shas, when I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to become, get smicha, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to break through with this, with this, you know, issue that I have. That's not what get life's married. about. Get married. Right? People don't mean you get married. <laughs> you know. Happy anniversary, by the way. When's your anniversary with that? A couple weeks ago, right? A week ago. Time flies. We were just in Lakewood together. Different world. One one year, what could happen in one year? I couldn't go Yitzi Raymond's wedding. When's Yitzi's wedding? Right. 24th, I think, tomorrow. I can't go. I'm not going to Lakewood. I'm saying I was just... uh, Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Okay, everyone. Question, comments, and then we're going to wrap up for today. Question, comments. Menachem. Question, comments. I was thinking Rough, about yes. like the, the shower. So like, it's also funny because if I'm in shower for like a whole bunch of days, you know, like it's not really anyone's fault, but like it's going to be a little hard to like be like around me. So you can say the that, that the more days that I spend not working on myself, Beautiful. it's also going to be hard to be able to connect to people. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's true. Right. Right. Pashup Shah, you, you, you start smelling bad. Pashup Shah, you smell bad. You've been around people who smell bad. I don't mean physically smelling bad. You've been around people like, why do you have to say that? Why do you have to make that comment? Why do you have to, like, why you have to say that? Why can't you just be that? It smells bad. 100%. 100%. And especially, just want to say, especially, especially, Right, someone who's working on himself. When you work on when you work on yourself, you realize how much you have to work on yourself. The more you work on yourself, the more you realize you have to work on yourself. People who don't work on themselves, right, they don't even realize how 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 bad it is. Somebody who doesn't learn Hilchas Lashnara, somebody who doesn't learn Nisil Sharm, someone who doesn't work on himself, he lives in a world and he's 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 in his own head. He doesn't realize what, what he smells like. He doesn't even realize how much he stinks. The best thing in the world is to realize that, right? The best thing in the world is when a person, sorry, I'll do this as a man, like you go like, oh my gosh, I got to take a shower. That's a, great, that's a great realization. I smell, right? Oh my gosh, right? The worst is, oh, you're talking to someone and his, he has bad breath. It's the worst thing. Right? He has bad breath. It's like, I wish this guy, right? So when you realize, right? I've said this many times, a guy goes out on the date he goes out on a date and he has a great time and he loves the girl and this and that. Then he comes back and he smiles and he's got a big poppy seed <laughs> in his thing. Or his, right? He's got some, uh, some of the food from dinner on his cheek. He's like, oh my gosh, right? 
I messed up, whatever it is. The best thing in the world is to, is to realize that you've got to work on yourself, that you've got problems. It's the greatest thing. It's the greatest thing that we have Elul, we have Rosh Hashanah, we have time to realize, right? One of the reasons they say is after 120, could you imagine what you, you'd, what you have to go through if your whole life you didn't have an Elul and a Rosh Hashanah? Could you imagine how much you'd stink then, how bad you would be if you never had a... Baruch Hashem, we have two months where we literally work on ourselves and we think about ourselves and we think about how we can improve ourselves for every day. Hashem should help us all as it's this new Zman. It's our first strong week. And it's Hashem. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha to, to remind ourselves what, what life is about, to remind ourselves why we're here, to remind ourselves what's good, what's success, what's not success. And, and the most important thing is to realize that you're in it right now. Don't wait for for one day, one day that you're going to change this, one day I'm going to change this, right? You want to start day one, day one. You want to start now. Start making a, make a list. Get a notebook. Make a list of what, what are the things I just saw last night in my drawer. I happen to have seen it, right? It was a little bit hard to see because I didn't accomplish everything. I saw the date is April. I wrote seven things that I want to work on. Something like that. I think it's seven things that I want to work on. And, and you write it down. Write down. What is it that you want to work on this year? It's always good to look back. And then you look back, you say, because a lot of times you get chizik from it. You did accomplish more than you think. You did accomplish. Sometimes you're so busy seeing what you want to accomplish, what you want to accomplish, you forget how much you've already accomplished. But, but, but at least put it down on paper. Put it down, on, write it in your phone. Right? right? You see a yid like, like Gabi, look, look at a guy like Gabi Grubin sitting there, mom is like a, like a machine. He sits there. He writes all the time. Sitting there writing and writing and writing and writing. He could be writing the same thing. What? Right? He's in your document. Exactly. That doesn't surprise me. He's in the, but Yehuda, he's in, he does two daf. He does two daf a day. This stuff that he's doing is, is, is equally, like we said the other day, is equally important to the daf. He's learning about himself. That's the daf. That's the, that's the daf that's, that makes the other daf. Right? We were just learning this morning from the gra. It says, unbelievable, the whole purpose of the Torah, the whole reason we have any connection to the Torah is to connect ourselves more with Hashem, to, connect, connect, to be a, real, a more real, be, be an honest person, to be an Ehrlich person. It's the most important. Hashem should help us all. Shri Zoha, to have an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing month. And uh, remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoch.